Whoa. 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 Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 Everybody's probably like, what, what the are you guys doing? <laughs> All right, listen, we were doing our best Keanu Reeves impression. Our best Keanu Reeves? Whoa. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's pretty much an impression of Keanu Reeves. Nah, dude. I, mean, I don't even think we have to explain that, dude. Most people heard that and be like, yep, John Wick's coming out this week. Honestly, dude, I think I nailed it. The very first one, I think I nailed it. Honestly, <laughs> I think, did, dude. Yeah, dude, I think it was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I think I, I think I hit it. I dude. honestly thought that Keanu Reeves was in the room right? with us, dude. If you close your eyes, like, close your eyes, close your eyes. Everybody close your eyes. Oh, no, don't close oh, your crap. eyes. Oh, crap. Wait, wait, no. No, 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 no. They can't see us. We're like, whoa. Dang, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, Keanu Reeves. The hairs on my arm stood up, dude. Hey, dude. Who wow. needs Uno? No Uno. one does. He doesn't do impressions. What yeah, dude. About? It's not like that guy. It's not like that guy, the resident impressions guy. Right? Whatever, dude. Shoot, we got Keanu Reeves and we got James Bond. <laughs> Y'all gonna do it? Hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> I'm James Bond. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> Oh, dude, that's still the best James Bond I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) Hello. Hello. (laughs) I'm James Bond. James Bond. (laughs) Now it sounded like a black. Why would it sound like a black dude? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. know. It's like the only accents that we know how to do. I don't know. And I could do the cholo. What up, fool? (laughs) But that's just the way we talk That's how we talk anyways, I know. So that one doesn't really count. Somebody told us we were intellectual cholos, dude. Like, what? I know. They all take it. I'm okay with that. We got to do a segment of intellectual cholos. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about that. Dude, I've been thinking about... Actually, I I, I don't want to take credit for that, but uh, a buddy of mine, he keeps uh, asking me. He's like, dude, we should... You should have... He's like, first of all, you should have me on your show. <laughs> Secondly... After after that, let's do an entire show where all we do is talk about like old school gangster movies. Oh, freaking Caesar! Yeah, dude, Caesar. <laughs> He's always talking, like, dude, let's do a gangster movie episode, and then let's also talk about El Chicano, which just what came out with, like last week, I think. Uh, when this episode comes out, um, I think it, I think it came out last week. I think Did it? like yeah, early oh, May. But um, yeah, so that's so that's in the works, dude. We need to make that happen. But this wants to go back, like talk about like freaking blood in, blood out, and like American Me, uh, freaking Lowrider. I was just talking to to one of your old bandmates. Who knows uh, favorite bandmate? Who? Chris Lopez. Oh yeah. We're talking about blood in, blood out. Uh huh. And how he loves that movie. <laughs> and I was like, how Chris loves that movie? Yeah. Ah, dude. We were I talking about that. that movie. We were like, dude, I cannot get over that line where. I want some chon chon. <laughs> like, what the heck? They like invented a word and just went with it. Yeah, dude. And it's gone down in like. Miklo? Yeah, Miklo, dude. That's Milkweed. Milkweed. <laughs> dude. I can't believe you remember that, dude. Heck yeah. Oh, dude. It was dope. Blood in, blood out. Was ended up with poor... one leg, dude. Blood in, blood <laughs> You're right, dude. Blood in, blood out <laughs> was the poor man's American me. Ah, dude. It was, it was good, though. It was like. It's relatable, dude. I don't know, man. Hey, I 
was all about blood in, blood out. He was telling me, that movie's better than American Me. <laughs> Dang, no way. I'm like, wow, I guess. Dang, sacrilege, dude. I just get I don't know. Hey, everybody, you're listening to the Beta Report. What up? What up? What, what is up, everyone? Up? Thank you for joining us. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, right. me, the con. Thank you. We got Jay. What up, everybody? Still waiting for his Forever Five story. I know, dude. Like, you know at what? The, so many times, dude, you would come up with, oh, when I was five, and then you haven't done that in a while. Dude. I know. I don't know. I think, you know what? It's because I, I think we've kind of moved on from, like, I think we used to do a lot of nostalgia stuff back in the day. Like, in the earlier episodes, we used to talk more about, like, like, I feel like we've been we've been uh, um, obsessed, not obsessed, but like the show has kind of taken a turn towards a lot of like Marvel, a lot of like Star Wars, a lot of that stuff, which is why we're we're trying our best to to diversify a little bit and uh, just get away from that, so that so that we can bring back the Forever Five stories, dude. I, I miss them. I know just as much as like, dude. I started writing something the other day because uh, I wanted to have a blog posted up this weekend. And I was just kind of like, man, it's been a long time since I've done this. I need to like finish this, but I didn't get to finish it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I have two of them in there saved in there. I just need to finish them. She says, it's just it's harder this time around. Just dude. do it, dude. Just do it. Get it up. This this commute is killing me. Uh, no Uno this week. Uno's in Boston. Get in my car. He's riding in a car. Don't you, don't you, no, that's like Midwest, don't you know? No, that's Minnesota. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Get in my car. Yeah, <laughs> that's, all, that's all I know, dude. That's all I can say with my Boston accent, dude. Uh, yeah, so Uno will be here next week. Uh, we're definitely going to be talking about Game of Thrones. But before that, everybody, thank you so much for listening. And if you haven't had a chance, why don't you go ahead and drop us a, a review? Rate us, review, if you haven't subscribed, da, 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 make sure you subscribe da, 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 to the, what? You make sure you, you, you ask for what we really want. People, none of this mandy pansy four-star reviews, none of these like middle-of-the-road mediocre three-star three reviews, we going all in on this review game, so we need your guys' five-star reviews. Even if you guys don't mean it, I don't care. Hey, hey, look at me. I don't care. You just give me five stars, dude. I don't care. Just give me a five-star review. Hey, if you give me Listen, a five-star I- review, DM me directly, and I will babysit your child for free. Do we, do we even want that, dude? Of course they do. Okay. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't want you to be watching their kids? Yeah, man. I can give Look, you a list. Look, all my epic stories were at five years old. So if your kid is five, trust that I'll give that kid like some epic stories to tell when he becomes older and he could give his own forever five stories. Like the time that you put some Lucky Charms up your nose? Yes, exactly like that. Like the time that I wrapped myself up in my backpack and I had to call the neighbor to, to literally come and cut me out like cut the straps of my backpack because somehow, some way, I pretzeled myself through it and I just couldn't get my arms free. Like my arms were like, I cut all circulation off from my arms, dude. And like, because I, I remember that was like, I couldn't feel my arms anymore, dude. I literally thought that my arms- What are you talking about? You remember that? 
remember the, what are you talking about, dude? Uh, so I don't even know how I did that, but I, and I don't even understand what I was doing. But what, I was like was messing I around. Don't I don't. You're probably in school, I guess. Uh, I don't know. But I was like taking off my backpack, but then it was like, like I was kind of twisting the art, like the the straps around a little bit, so that one would crisscross on the other side, you know, so I can have like an X in front of me. So I was like, oh, like this is cool, you know, like I'm an X Man. I'm an X Man. Yeah, 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 dude. I was like, oh man, this is awesome. Or I think it, like honestly, I think it was probably like a Ninja Turtle things. You know how they would like they would have like Leonardo would have like that strap going across his like chest. Because that's where he would put like his swords in and stuff. Oh yeah. So I was like, oh, like I think it was like that. So I was like, oh sweet dude, like I have that. And so then like I think I I like kept messing with the straps so much that like I got entangled in it and like my arms were like up because I kept trying to like I kept trying to like wiggle my way out of it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Dude? <laughs> and and I didn't want and I think I was just like freaking out because I'm like dude I couldn't feel my arms anymore so I'm like bro like I think I'm gonna like I, I'm, I'm literally I'm gonna lose my arm like I'm my mom's gonna come and I'm not gonna have arms anymore like oh they're God. just gonna fall off or something I don't know what the heck my five five year old brain was thinking dude so I had to like run across like where uh, where uh, um, what was her name Lupita and, and uh, what's that the red red face guy I forgot what that name is. Martin? Yeah, 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 yeah. Martin? Don Martin? Is that what it is? Are you talking about the dad? The dad, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Don Jose? Don Jose, that's what it was, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to go to their house, dude. And I was like, like kicking the door because I could use my hands. I could feel them. And the lady was like, what the heck? And she came out. She was like, oh my gosh. And she like had to like cut the straps on my backpack. And then my mom was all mad because I had to go buy me a new backpack. Cause I like forget the fact that your arms are blue. Yeah, yeah. I have to buy another backpack. I have to buy another backpack. Oh my gosh, dude! I don't remember that. You dude. remember that, dude? No, I don't. I don't even remember anything like that. Dude. I'm looking at it and like strangle myself, dude. Might not have been here five years worth living. I remember when he sang you in the hammock and you fell and broke your head. Oh yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I remember that. That was sweet. Jeez, little hole in your head. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. We See, that's work. probably why I don't tell, like, we I think I just realized, I think going through all these Forever 5 stories, uh, I started uncovering all this trauma. Um, so I think that's probably why. We, we need more, though. <laughs> we need more. <laughs> we need you to. It's like your pain is hilarious to us. We need you to use this time as a to ther heal. therapeutic uh, way of uh, putting everything out there. <laughs> all right, I'll do that. Uh, you know what? And for a five-star review, I will continue to relive my five-year-old trauma. There it is. So hit us up. Go to uh, that little purple icon on your iPhones. If you're using iPhones right there, you can see podcasts and uh, look us up. And uh, don't forget, we're at, at the Beta Report at every social media platform. S platform, yeah. There you go. So hit us up. And with that... Dude, we got to talk. With all that crap out of the way. Well, now that we got that out of the way, you got to talk, dude. I mean, seriously, we're going to have to talk about this week's episode of Game of Thrones. We didn't do our version.
you want to keep it in the background? Yeah, just keep it in the background. Um, so here's a hot take. That's a pretty good theme song. It's a great theme song, dude. Would it be one of the best theme songs in a TV show? Um, or most? Yeah, gotta be one of the best. I think right? so, dude. One of the best theme songs so. in a TV show. Because it's like immediately recognizable. It's uh, it's epic. It's one of the few times when I'm watching a show. Like I usually don't watch it live. I watch it like an hour later. Or yeah, yeah. But you can actually sit through. Dude, I can sit through the theme song. Like that and like the Walking Dead theme song too. Even though like I haven't really watched the Walking Dead in a while, but like when that's when I hear that song come on, it's like it's like engaging. But it doesn't hit me like the Game of Thrones theme song, dude. Really? Yeah. Now that one I could forward, but this dude I could sit there sit there just listen to, dude. And you know what they did too, which is pretty like I feel like they did a good job of like making the like the the main title stuff like um mm-hmm. you know like all like the 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 move all the moving parts and stuff they in, did it like beginning. animated now yeah I, I think that's like pretty cool that like it keeps you like engaged and interested in what is actually going on for sure so it's a good pairing of the two i like it i like it too i like it Anyways, that's my hot it's take. It's not bad. That's my hot take for the show today. <laughs> and with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the beta report. We just wanted to get that off our chest. The theme song is indeed dope. It's very good. Yeah, it's good. All right, let's talk about this episode that just passed, dude. We have to. <sighs> All right. All right, so have you... Talk about the most, like, Look. polarizing episode. Actually, like this, I feel like this season has been the most polarizing season uh, but there's like no middle ground, dude. I feel like no one is in the like is in the camp of like, oh yeah, it's cool. Everyone is either like, I love it, or like I hate it, dude. It's been it, at work, dude. Like uh, it's, it's like yesterday, so divisive, dude. Dude, I had to like say, okay, dude, I, I gotta work because yeah. we literally stopped and almost for like 15, 20 minutes just having a discussion about Game of Thrones only. Bro, we take like hours dude, talking. We have to actually work. So, and I'm like, dude, we're talking like that, right? And then you know, and then everybody kind of does. Okay, I got to do something. And then somebody else came by and like, dude, so what you think about that? And then that one dude, like, I'm not as serious like that, but yeah. the one dude goes, oh, you should have came earlier because we already had a 20 minute. Uh, oh shoot, <laughs> that's dope. Like sort of say, like, I'm not gonna repeat myself. Right. <laughs> I was like, damn. He like was totally like just, just cut her off, dude. It was funny. All right, dude. Look, I'm not in the ba- in the in the camp of completely hate it. Because mm-hmm. if you go on Reddit, man, dude, I'm sure not just Reddit, but the people who hate it, like you just said, totally hate it. Like it's been, I think it's been garnering a lot of hate more than normal because a lot of people are not too crazy about this last season. I was okay with the first three episodes, four, I should say, right? Because this yeah. is the fifth episode, um, and. And one of the things we've been talking about is the pacing, because obviously they only got six episodes. So they're trying to get a lot of story out. Yeah. And, and I guess that's why they're a little bit longer. I still think the pacing is horrible because it's just, it's going way too fast. Yep. Like so many things are being revealed in one episode and to move the story along, it just kind of, but I didn't hate it. Like I was okay with Battle of Winterfell. In fact, I liked the one before. Everybody's getting ready for the battle and all this other stuff. I thought it was fine. But this last episode, man, just having, uh, okay, th- th- we got to put this out there and be the first thing we talk about is uh, Daenerys's turn to the dark side seemed a little too abrupt for me. And and just 
it just almost threw away her whole arc. Mm-hmm. Although I could see that it was going that route. Like obviously we knew that the um the 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 Mad Queen was gonna be what she was gonna turn into. Yeah. And I know that's the direction it was gonna go, but I just think that um that because of these episodes being too short, you kind of get robbed of a little bit of that character development, right? Mm-hmm. Cause she's like, I don't know. I mean, I could go on and on, but I don't know. What do you think? What the, what'd you think about that turn, dude? See, and I, I don't. Oh, I don't, and by the way, spoilers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's Game of Thrones, guys. You guys should be watching. Right, this right, right. And I don't said, dude. There's so many people. Like, like at work, uh, I've already encountered about like four or five people who say they they don't they won't watch it until they can binge it. So like they're they're There's literally like recording the entire series. And uh, but they won't watch it until they can literally sit there and watch every single episode, like in succession, like all at once. So I'm like, hey, dude, that's crazy. <laughs> um, but uh, but you know what, dude? Honestly, I don't I, like. To me, th- that her her sudden switch, or not even sudden, but like that switch is uh, is so justifiable to me. Like I feel like it's been led up to. Throughout the entire series, of <laughs> sorry, it's been <laughs> oh shoot, uh, it's been uh, it's because like, the cat was looking at me. I know. On me dude. I was I know, like, dude. "What are you looking at, fool?" It's been impl- I feel like I feel like that change has been implied the entire series, not even just this season, but like the entire series. Like, there's been so many things that I feel like have kind of alluded to her being this like like impulsive crazy type of character and what i feel like what hasn't allowed that to be fully unleashed are the people who are around her like there's been so many people uh in her life jorah masande john Snow, uh Tyrion, like all these people who um kind of kept that madness at bay um but now that like she's completely alone dude and like on top of that she's lost all those people like jorah's dead Two of her dragons are dead. Missandei's dead. Jon Snow, like, you know, which is going around there, he bent the knee but didn't bend the D. So, like, <laughs> what? Uh, um, you know, she's, like, so she's, like, scorned at that point, and she's lonely. She's by herself. So, like, at, at that point, she, said, she says to herself, like, she doesn't have love. She only has fear. So it's, like, at me, that's, like... Well, like, that, that scene you're talking about, that scene is, is, is pretty telling, too. We're, like, oh, I love you. And then <clears throat> she, he kind of backs away from mm-hmm. her a little bit because I think he remembers. Oh man, Thea, freaking end. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, "Okay, I guess it will be fear then." Right. And, and but so yeah. to me, I feel like to me that's enough. Like because I, I like uh, I can put myself. And, and yes, like everyone's like, well, she's supposed to be different. Like she's supposed to like fight for the people and she's supposed to like free these people. It's in her name. Like she's a whatever, like breaker of chains and blah, 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 blah. But like. Uh, but, but to me, it's like, look, I, I get it that she'll be like the mad queen. Mm-hmm. But I saw her as a different type of, 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 of mad queen, right? Not somebody who is like, I'm, I don't. Like I'm just gonna kill women and children. I just didn't see that. She's the one that was freeing slaves, and I don't know if she was killing people at the same time. Uh, like you know, obviously she wanted to execute people. Sam's dad and and uh, brother mm-hmm. and 
um, uh, Varys at the beginning of that episode. Yeah, dude, which um, was another like crazy. Not not that it wasn't expected, but it was just kind of like, dang, like this dude, he finally chose the wrong side, I guess. Like, or like not, not necessarily choosing the wrong side, but it's like it finally caught up to him. Like well, all his knew. schemes and everything that he did. Well, he knew it was gonna happen, and he always said the realm the realm will be first for him you mm-hmm. know? so he picked the realm and he was gonna die but um so we we knew that she was she was like you said very impulsive she always had those people around her but I just didn't to me it just I didn't feel like it was in her to completely just murder people like I know she could get mad but not to or be crazy but not crazy enough that she is gonna kill innocent people. Yeah, like the people that she killed in the episodes. They there was a reason for it, right? There was a particular purpose mm. why these people had to die. Yeah, right? yeah. And as the poor, there was a reason why uh, the the masters of marine, obviously because you know they were they were they were not good people, right? Uh, and I'm not saying that she was totally good, but she at least there was a purpose for her doing that. And I know that she was gonna be ruthless, but at the same time, I didn't see her killing innocent people i thought it would have been so much better that when the bells rang mm-hmm. um when the bells rang like you're thinking of a, a, as a person who wants uh, revenge right she and, had and, her and armies ex- and like, explain to people what, what, what that means because if say for yeah. example if someone like yeah i'll go back so first of all you, <clears throat> i get what you're saying right she's lost um everything a friend her jorah she uh, lost one one more dragon, so now she's got one more dragon left. Uh, she lost John's love mm-hmm. as well because he's not, uh, he's obviously, you know, not reciprocating. Yeah. And then the last thing is that she's losing the throne now because John is the rightful heir. So she pretty much lost, lost everything. Even though John keeps saying, I'm, you know, you're my queen, I don't want it, whatever. Yeah, yeah. She knows that people are not going to love her like they love John. Mm-hmm. Like, John can win these people, right? So I get it. She loses everything, right? And so it made sense to me, if it would have been written this way, right, that uh, when the bells rang, and you were saying, what the bells mean? Well, um, Tyrion told her, when the bells ring, that means that they've surrendered. And pretty much Drogon comes up and just destroys. Uh, and by the way, who is more useless than the Golden Company? Yeah, dude, right? And, <laughs> and and like and I think I mean once you get past your point, well we'll talk about that a little bit. But that was like one of my biggest disappointments, dude. And we'll we'll talk about that yeah. after, but go ahead and go to Anyways, she destroys pretty much the Golden Company mm. in one swoop, dude. Yeah, yeah. She uh just they 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 pretty much surrender very early on in 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 the episode. Um and she hears the bells. And that's when she goes, she gets triggered and just starts killing everybody. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's like, it would have made so much more sense, right? That she's lost everything. And when the bells ring, to her, that's the last straw. She's lost her opportunity to kill Cersei. Like, yeah. It, it, th- th- at least that's what it would have been better if she said, oh man, or she's thinking, I lost my opportunity to, to just take her out, right? And at that point, I think that's maybe a little bit of it, is that they're surrendering, and she wants blood, uh, or fire her in blood, mm. and then she goes and starts killing people. But to me, it's like her real her real person that she has this hate should be Cersei, because she's the one that killed um, 
Masande, and then she's the one that's sitting in her throne. Yeah. So it would have made more sense to me if she would be like, okay, I'm going to go directly to the Red Keep and then just start blasting it. Uh, just just blasting it, and then uh, you know how it started breaking up? Then inadvertently killing people. Mm. Like, she's not directly killing women and children, but as she's, you know, trying to get through the keep, all these bricks and fire, yeah, yeah. and then it starts killing innocent people. And in her blind rage, she doesn't realize that she's causing all this damage to the people, mm-hmm. but because she's going after Cersei. Yeah. So that's what I would have, you know, would have liked. She could have been the Mad Queen still mm-hmm. and just not care about what was going on, but to have her be a murderer now? Yeah. I mean, it just, to me, just that, that it didn't, I didn't like it. Yeah, I, yeah, I just yeah. you know I didn't like it, and I wasn't looking for a happy ending. I just it I think it betrayed what she was. Like she could go mad, but it betrayed that she was actually wanting also to be the the person the breaker of chains. She mm. didn't want a tyrant anymore. She wanted to free these people. Yeah, but then she started going after the people, and that's where I thought like why you know it didn't didn't make sense. So to be honest, I honestly didn't mind it so much because for one, to a lot of people, it, some people said it was fine. And I was like, okay. Because, uh, like, for one, they finally unleashed Drogon. Like, they like this episode, I feel like, was using him to his fullest. Where, like, in other times, like, you but, see them, like, occasionally, like, you know, like, blowing up some ships or, like, killing people one by one or I something know, like that. Like, Drogon was, like, like... he was, like, the MVP of this freaking episode. Because you can... And, and I love those shots of, like, just seeing him, especially, like, in Clegane Bowl or whatever. We'll talk about that a little later. But you can just kind of see him flying over top and you just see, like, like the fire just coming down. Like, I love how they did that, too. Like, was just pretty cool because she's just, like, wrecking havoc over everything. But one of the things, too, is, like, this is war, too. And I know that, like, they said once the bells go off, like, they've surrendered. But it's, like... Like, you're still in the middle of a war. Like, this is still, like... And I understand how, like, yeah, those are innocent people. And, like, I'm not condoning that action. But it's, like, it's you're still kind of, like, but in the surrend- middle of a war. Like, But they're surrendering, though. Like, there's yeah, rules but, of war. Yeah. There's rules of engagement, right? Yeah, yeah. But I feel like that, to me, I'm thinking, like, this chick has been so manipulative. And she's been so, like, Cersei. That is, like, she... I think will do anything to like save herself, like save her own skin. Like, uh, so to me, it's just kind of like screw the bells, dude. Like, I'm still just gonna go and like wreck because oh. every, everything that oh. this like city represents is like is is against me as like Daenerys, the like the rightful queen or whatever she's thinking. Like, like this whole city represents something that I hate. You know, like th- these are the people who like took down my entire the tar all the Targaryens or whatever, like basically like eradicated them and like erased them from existence and stuff. But so she should like, yeah, I get it. But but to me, it's still like she wants to rule. She says all she has is fear. Like that's all she has left. Yeah, so like now she's left. gonna like, dude. There's like no one left, dude. There's literally like gonna be like three people that she's gonna rule over because she literally burned. That's what I'm telling you. Like let's say if all these people like. Let's say Cersei being the, you know, uh, evil queen that she is. Let's say she put everybody in front of the Red Keep. Like, she, like, just put everybody there. I would get it then that if, if Cersei were just like, oh, to get to you, I got to kill these people? Sorry. Yeah. Kentucky Fried Chicken for everybody. Just burn everybody, dude. Just blast them. 
mm. extra crispy. Everybody, dude, just blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sass. <laughs> and then get to to Cersei, right? Mm. But no, man, she was like painting the town like red, red, dude, with blood, just burning everybody, dude. Like that shot, that did look kind of. That was a beautiful shot, though. When the camera pans out and she's just like, and this is what Cersei's looking. She's just like street by street, dude, just burning everybody. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freaking Aaron Rodgers got burned up. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. It's like because they're all like intermixed too. Like by the, all by the, the way, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is in there, dude. I know that's pretty crazy. People are like, why is he here? Right. Um, but like all the soldiers are intermixed within amongst the people too, and like. Also, I'm, I, I don't know. To me, I feel like it was completely justifiable, like the, the change mm. and like the massacre and everything. Like, I, I don't have so much because everyone's like, well, so much for character development, like just throwing that into the garbage and like throwing that out. And uh, I know that's where they were going, the, but I think that the cutting these episodes short takes away the fact of having yeah, you yeah. Get, get to that point. Like, I wouldn't mind. I would understand if she gets to that point, mm. but I don't think she was there yet. And they just said, oh, we'll turn the switch on. And to me, it was just like, Ugh. at least if you would have done it, like, like it was two night you, and day. Like, yeah, like, you know, all of a sudden she doesn't care for normal, innocent people. Mm. I just didn't buy that. That, that, that. that to me was just like, come on. And then, okay, that's one. The second most disappointing thing about this episode for me was Cersei's death, dude. It's like, yeah. she had the most undeserving death. And for seven seasons and four episodes, they demonize Cersei. Mm -hmm. And for three minutes, they try to humanize her. And for us to try to make, for us to try to feel sorry for her. And I hated that, dude. It's like, dude, that was the weakest death in all this episode, dude. All of a sudden she's crying and I get it that she was like an evil person. And all of a sudden that part... She finally like, like why, why does she get the luxury of dying with the person that she loves the exactly. most? Exactly. That was like, my thing. That was, that, the, that was one thing I was telling my coworkers. Like, she got to die in the arms of the person she loved. She did not deserve that. She did not deserve yeah. that. She should have died alone uh, because of her own actions. But they did. Oh, I'm going to just die with you. No, dude, that did not sit well with me, man. Yeah. It did not. And this whole prophecy about your younger brother is the is the one that's going to kill you. or Dude, what happened to that? That was just thrown out the window, dude. It just mm-hmm. did not matter. So that was terrible to me. That, I think... Yeah, I didn't really like that either. And it's because we all expected her to die. We all knew that she was going to die. And I don't think any of us really had... We all had like our own theories, speculation, you know, like, oh, Jamie's going to be the one who does it. Uh, you know, Arya might be the one who does it. And like the, you know, her like God of no face or whatever thing, like was going to disguise herself as like uh, Kyburn or whatever, or like Jamie. And then it's going to end up being her. Um, something like that. Like, but like for them to just, it almost feels like, like, it's like they're they're almost like subverting expectations just for the sake of 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 like subverting the expectation. Like there was no real like reason for 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 that to be the way that she goes out, other than to trigger us. It seems like there was like no like like she didn't she didn't have to be there and share that moment with Jamie for any reason other than like. For us to be like, really, like, okay, none of us guessed that that that's the way it was gonna end. 
and that's the point of it. Like that's just because terrible. just because none of us that's like terrible. none of us predicted that. Like that's what they ended up going with. Like to me, that has no like real weight to it. Like there's no like like there there's there's no closure there. There's no like catharsis there like it was just kind of like and i don't want to say it was a cop-out but it was just like again it was i feel like it, it was a choice that they made to make sure that no one guessed what the right choice was like horrible yeah i, I didn't like that, that either that was I, horrible i i would have like much rather that she got even like an expect like it would have been so much more satisfying for it to be a predictable death had it been like john snow aria anyone any one of our heroes that we're pulling for like for them to be the ones to take her out, yeah. like that would have been so much better. Like uh, other than just, you know, a freaking brick falls on her head and that's how she dies. Like, yeah, yeah. talk about like anticlimactic, like undeserving deaths. Like, like I would rather have her I die on the toilet like her dad than like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I even, wouldn't, I wouldn't even mind that she died by the bricks, but she should have died alone. Like I didn't like that she had to be with Jamie. Like, like. They didn't deserve. They, well, Jamie had that redemption, redemptive arc that it should have continued with it, but they just threw that away too. Yeah. Ugh. Two more things. Two more, at least on my part. Two more. Two more negative things, real quick. See, but from that aspect, though, like I didn't mind that so much because uh, that's one of the things that I think that we all really loved about Jamie was that he was one of those guys that like you didn't know if you if it was okay to like him or not, and I feel like he kind of went back to that like to being that guy that you were kind of like, dude, you want to like him, but at the same time you don't because he's such a freaking jerk and he's such a douche. Like, he, he's like, he's a dude who pushed Bran out the window. You know, like, he pushed a kid out the window to, like, just to shut him up. Um, and, and, yeah, like, he did go on, like, this huge, like, redemption tour and and was basically trying to become, like, something that I don't think he, he was. Like, I feel like Jon Snow had that kind of covered um so i kind of appreciated the fact that like they made him into a bastard again <laughs> that they made him just kind of like that guy that you'd love to hate um but i hate that they gave that moment to like cersei too though <laughs> like at like you know yeah, it's terrible dude it's terrible yeah at jamie's expense i guess like the that had to happen but um again i feel like jamie was just one of those characters that you you really love to hate because he was like so charismatic and like he had his moments of like heroism and and like But I don't think I hated him at you know maybe at the beginning like first season and you know yeah first second season but once he you know was was had that uh um uh, buddy friendship with Brienne then you can mm. tell he's a different he becomes he's starting to change at that point Yeah but anyways uh we need to move on Arya dude the other thing about Arya is that I didn't understand like I liked that she didn't get consumed by revenge because you know you know Sandor was telling her you know it's pretty much gonna lead you to death. Mm -hmm. So I like that she reacted to that and said, "Okay, I need to drop my list and live." Yeah. But then I'm not sure. I didn't get why they they concentrated so much with her towards the end. Like I don't know well, what the I purpose of that was. Well, because I think she was like, um, you know, I heard someone call her like the proxy. Like she was kind of like the person. Uh, like by which we live that moment. So it was like just kind of giving us a recognizable face and we're living these like, you know, this like saving private Ryan scenes with her. So, um, you know, we were kind of seeing the carnage and the destruction through her eyes. Um, 
so I think that's the reason why, so that it wouldn't be like just kind of like a random like person that you're following like on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like I, I feel like, and, and like I obviously like the white horse has a lot like has some type of symbolism to it too. Um, whether she is going to be like death incarnate or whatever, like you know, death riding on a pale horse and all that. Good I saw stuff. All that too. I saw yeah. That too. Um, I don't know. I just, it just that could have been Jon Snow then. No, because I feel like with with Jon, I feel like he. Like, because I feel like, I think it made it proper for Arya to do it because she's more uh, about survival. Like, she's not as heroic yeah, as John true. is. I could see that. So, like, her thing was, like, I need to get out. You know, I need to get out of here. So, we were kind of seeing what it takes. Someone like Arya, who has these skills, who's, like, a trained assassin at this point, um, and how difficult it was for her to get out of the carnage and, like, mm-hmm. leave that city how it was like destroying around her, like all the explosions going on and all that stuff. Um, even for her, like she was getting like knocked out and like all that. So you can just imagine for these normal people, you know, like just kind of like city folk who are in the in the midst of all that, how hard it must have been for them to get through it. Because you kind of see it a little bit with John uh, when he, you know, one of the soldiers well, that pulls was, that, that girl. Was, that was my number two thing that I didn't like is. Why were the Northmen now all of a sudden rapists and looters mm. and murderers now too? Yeah. I didn't get that either. It's like, well, I didn't like it. I guess I get it because war gets the worst out of you. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden now it's like there were like evil people wanting to, you know, at that moment he was going to rape somebody. Yeah. And then John comes in and kills him. So that, I just, and they didn't even respect them either too. They were like going to push him away or whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. dude, what happened? I don't understand. I didn't, I didn't get that either. So uh, that's or just me that I, I didn't I didn't like. But uh, all right, two things that we liked. Uh, um, well, at least that I liked. So I don't know if there's something different that you like. Well, I don't. Well, before we move on to that, since we're talking about disappointments, oh, yeah, we got move on. We kind of talked about a little bit was uh, just the Golden Company. I was like, like oh, the, yeah, it was right. uh, like why? Like at that point, like I feel like they made such a huge deal, and it was like such a waste, such a big build up to like, oh, dude, they went and got they went and to go get the golden company dude like that's it like they're donezos dude you know like how are they gonna get past this like how are they gonna get through like an entire new like army battalion of people it was like like that dude Dude, like it was like literally no battle between the golden company and them i mean it wasn't like that that was my biggest thing of the entire episode was like why like this I don't know if you're rushing so much that you just like completely scrapped those battle scenes or like that you just completely um um that you just completely like forgot about them being there and and utilizing them in in a way that would at least make it somewhat difficult for these people to get through. Yes, I understand there's like a freaking dragon flying over and like it's just like basically destroying everything. But at the same time it's like you know, put up some kind of a fight, you know, like... Yeah, at least uh, to see them in action. Yeah. Know, at least we should have seen that, so... Exactly. Or do something interesting with them, because I, I remember reading an article where it was like, they've never broken their contract with anybody, but, you know, or like, I think there was like one one instance where like, they did, and it was like, basically to be like on the winning side or something like that, I forgot what it was. But if they were to done something like that, where like on the backside, they had another deal going on with... You know, with with that was what like Varys was writing in like the scroll before he got killed or something like that. Was like making a deal something with the Golden with Company, yeah, yeah for them was... to just kind of switch 
sides and all of a sudden they're like against the Lannister army. Like then I would have been like, oh, okay, cool. Like they're here for a reason. No, they're basically just like like special effects fodder. Like just for them yeah, to like was, to show was... them how like like a dragon burns uh, an army up. Like that was basically all they used them for. It's a huge waste, huge waste. Yeah, I, I, I didn't like. My two favorite parts. I don't know if you, if you are going to agree or if you have something different. Um, first, the scene with Tyrion and Jamie. That was amazing, dude. That was so good. Tyrion goes and sees... Um, so Jamie gets captured by the uh, northern forces. Uh, actually, by the Unsullied. They're guarding, his, his, uh, guarding him. And uh, Tyrion goes to release him and uh, help him get to Cersei so that Cersei could surrender or, or uh, ring the bells before the battle starts mm-hmm. or try to convince her to do that, and they could just get away and just live happily ever after. Whatever. Yeah. But that way, they... In fact, he says something really good. 10,000 lives or 10 million lives uh, um, and uh, versus one, in, uh, one guilt, not innocent imp or something like that, right? Yeah. Like, he goes, oh, that's a, I think that's a good trade-off. So... Obviously, Tyrion was there to save people's lives, mm. even if he was, uh, um, in in technically he was committing treason because yeah. he was uh, letting Jamie go. Um, but that conversation they have, dude, it was yeah, dude. Hand those dudes the Emmys dude, right now. Dude, like, if Tyrion, they don't win just based on that scene, Tyrion like, basically tells Jamie that the reason he's alive is because because of him, yeah, like him because of because Jamie. Uh, was, was was the uh, only one who didn't treat him like a monster. That's what he said. Like, yeah, and pretty much helped him uh, through his young younger years. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that that scene uh, was so touching, dude. It was it was that scene was just like, oh man, that's like yeah, tugging at the heartstrings for sure, dude. So I really really liked that scene, and then. And I love it too. It was like, how do they find you? And he just like holds up like the golden hand, like his his hand, uh, which like, is pretty dope. It's like a golden hand, like dude. Really, you can like. Wear a glove. Yeah, you can just like detach that bad boy or something. Or, or like take it just off, take it off. Like, yeah. It's like, come on, dude. Um Yeah, that was that I was, did love how like his did you see that thing where like his hand grew back? Wait, what? You didn't see that? So there's like this big old thing going around right now because when he's uh this is Jamie, when Jamie is with Cersei and they're hugging, I guess they forgot to give him his golden hand. Because you can see like his normal hand hugging her from the from behind. And it's like moving oh, and stuff like. So I've seen that. So what happens is that he wears a golden glove mm-hmm. for like the for what would, what would we, not special effects, but he doesn't always wear that thing. There's another scene in another episode. I don't know if it was last season or this season, where you could see he's trying to keep his hand still, but you could see you could tell it's a it's a glove. Yeah, yeah, a golden glove to make it look like it's the prosthetic mm. but it's his actual hand oh okay, okay. so like it's, it's happened before so nice. i didn't notice it that time i guess i was like yeah everybody was like pointing it out that it was like oh like you know through the magic of like game of thrones like his hand, his grew, hand back grew back or something yeah i think that's what it was like sometimes he's wearing that golden glove that's funny um but uh i i uh i think that scene was amazing to me i really i really really like that scene and then the second one dude we got to talk about clegane bowl for a second oh yeah for sure the clegane bowl did it live to your expectation? Um, it did, honestly. Like I, like, and I feel like you have to, re- <laughs> like, you have to realize that, like, that dude's basically fighting Frankenstein. You know what I mean? So it's gonna be like difficult to kill him. But oh, I just, wait, wait, wait. Did it give you all the feels, dude? It did, dude. Because it kind of like it took me back a little bit, even though like I hated this Frankenstein. But it was like 
Frankenstein nonetheless, dude. Just a quick uh, reminder here for the people that don't know or listening for the first time. Jay has a, a special relationship with Frankenstein. You make it sound creepy that way, dude. I, know, it was I like, do. <laughs> I have a, an affinity towards Frankenstein and just kind of his... You have uh, a fetish uh, with Frankenstein. No, dude. It's, it's You can't call it a fetish. <laughs> It's like I bought these like yeah I was gonna say no no, no I bought her like the fake bolts. The bolts <laughs> <laughs> but, like, <laughs> Christina um, Stein. Yeah. <laughs> no okay no, no okay. I don't mean to make it sound creepy, but when Jay was five, and this is true, one of Jay's uh, all time favorite all time favorite movies is Monster Squad. That's right. And in that movie. There's a Frankenstein, but that Frankenstein befriends the group of kids. It's sort of like Goonies, but in the monster world. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's exactly like that. Yeah, and uh, Frankenstein is there, and he sort of befriends that the the titular Monster Squad, which is a bunch of kids who are. And uh, all my life, dude. Yeah, so so that's the, all I wanted. So the final scene in that movie is when they open up a portal, and Frankenstein, who's now friends with the kids, is being sucked into this portal. And no, but why though? He does it to save them, he dude. He sacrifices himself. To save the group of kids, his friends. His friends, dude. And he gets sucked in. And I still remember to this day when we're watching it and Jay is watching. He's like, I'll let you do it. No, I can't do, do it. Do it, dude. I can't relive that moment again, Why are you dude? getting teary you always, dude? You always bring it up, dude. Jay, Frankenstein, no! I'm not exaggerating. He exactly said that. He's looking at the TV screen. He's like, Frankenstein, no. So it gets me every time, dude. It gets me every time. You actually cried. It was, those were you, real You're five, dude. You're five. Oh, man. So were that's, you crying when. That's uh, all I wanted, dude. So I, this, all I wanted was Frankenstein to be my friend. So in this battle with the hound in the mountain, did you like, oh my God, Frankenstein? Yeah, dude, no. I hate the mountain. <laughs> I hate his face. Dude. I love all the memes, though, dude. It was like freaking Uncle Fester and like. Uh, it was like a mix between like Uncle Fester and like Darth Vader. And Darth Vader in uh, uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, he did look like. But that. I feel like it was like uh, honestly, I felt like it was gonna it was gonna be uh, he was gonna look more zombie-ish. Uh, there was gonna be like more like chunks decaying. Yeah, like more like chunks of flesh missing and stuff. I honestly didn't know what to expect. I didn't have an expectation of what he was gonna look like. Mm. Um, but I'm glad they gave us a, gave us a glimpse of him uh, without his helmet. Yeah, and seeing his face. And, and um, I love that, like, the, the, the hound kind of acknowledges, like, yeah, that's what you've been the whole time, you freaking monster. Yeah, dude. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's sort of like... Do you even know, like, that moment, I love that, like, Arya calls him Sandor, which is, like, touching. I know, she calls him Sandor, dude. She's gonna call him Clegane. But, uh... Or, like, the hound. But I think that the fight, it was, like, it, it didn't reach total expectation for me, but it wasn't terrible either. Yeah. I can go, totally get it, too, that he's... Zombified, so you can't exactly um, you can't do much with him, right? And then you realize you can't do much because he's like stabbing him like crazy, stabs him through the freaking eye, and he's not dead. Mm. But it's so poetic, right? He, um, the mountain burns uh, the hound's face with fire, and throughout the whole um, after that, we get glimpses of of uh, the hound being sort of like traumatized, mortified by mm. fire. He becomes uh, paralyzed when he's around fire. Yeah, but since he can't kill him, it's so pretty dope that he like pretty much pushes him through the wall and into 
the fire, and that's how he ends up killing his brother. Dude, I love, like, even, like, before that, too, like, how he's just laughing. You know, like, he's, he... You know, he's like, like, why don't you freaking die? And he just like starts laughing. And it's like, it's like, dude, that's like freaking awesome. Because at that yeah. point, it's just like, it yeah, it's just like he just kind of understood what he had to do. I think. So I don't know. So where are we gonna end up with? I don't know. On this Sunday, the next, the last, final episode. Did you say you had two things that you liked? That's it. The Jamie. And oh yeah, 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 yeah. True yeah. that. True that. Was there anything that you liked? Yeah, I wanted to go with the um, like I did uh. I did kind of like the like the Grey Worm unleashed, dude. I like how like the the bells are going off, and then he kind of like sees that Danny's going off, and he's like, "Screw that crap!" And he just throws like the spear. People, I don't know what it is, dude. Is like seeing innocent people get jacked up for whatever reason was like satisfying. <laughs> it was like just seeing like Grey Worm like go at it because I'm like, damn, everyone, like you need that. You just saw your girl get jacked up, and you just want to take like all these fools out. It's kind of like 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 a Wolverine kind of like berserker rage berserker thing rage. going on where it's like yeah he did go berserk i just needed i just need to get my like yeah that bloodlust going dude um i don't know man so, I so that was pretty dope so we got our final final episode this sunday i don't know how they can end i know i know uh, uno's gonna want to talk about it so we're gonna talk about i mean we all know how it's gonna end dude Tyrion on the throne dude yeah dude Tyrion it has on to the be throne? like a small throne we're gonna bring out like the footstool and just have that full set on that. It's gonna be like made out of daggers, <laughs> made out of flint, flints. Gonna be made of spready knives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put them on that, dude. Are we gonna see ghosts flying, Drogon? Dude, they have to. Dude, I'm telling you, it's gonna happen, dude. It's going to happen. All right, let's jump into the next thing uh, that I wanted to talk about. Let's talk about probably the most prolific actor of our generation. Whoa. The most inspiring actor that I can think of right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the most, the most, uh, div- uh, no, uh, versatile actor of our time. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. The one actor who could say whoa <laughs> in different ways where he can emote just by saying whoa. Dude. He could say whoa. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa? Dude, that is like legitimately in his repertoire, dude. Okay. Who am I talking about? Just so you guys don't know. I'm talking about the one and only, the one, Keanu Reeves. Wait, you ain't say nothing? Oh, they're going to play the thing. Oh, I'll play it right now. But before uh, before I play that clip, I wanted to give you uh, just a really quick bio. Keanu Charles Reeves. Charles for real? Yes. I didn't know that. His first name actually means cool breeze over the mountains Ooh. in Hawaiian. Ah. That's all I'm going to read. Okay. That's his quick bio of, nice. of Keanu Reeves. Cool breeze over the mountain. Right? Cool breeze over the mountain Reeves. Or just say Keanu. Or just say Keanu. They were going to call him, <laughs> but they said no. We're They're going to call him. Oh, that's, that's a different type of cool breeze over the. Over the mountains, <laughs> a.k.a. your butt cheeks. <laughs> over the hills. <laughs> uh, yeah, guys, we wanted to talk Keanu uh, Reeves. Why? Because 
John Wick 3 is coming out this week. No, if we'll say it right. John Wick Parabellum. Oh, that's right. Malum, 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 malum. John Wick. There's no 3 in there? Is no, this... there is a John Wick 3. Okay, John Wick 3. Parabellum. Parabellum malum, malum, what, is, does, what does Parabellum mean? I'm sure it's, it's probably something in the movie, I'm guessing. Mm. I wonder what it means. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. So I, I wanted to talk Keanu Reeves, dude, real quick. Talk Let's about do it, dude. Keanu. First of all, John Wick 3. Movie looks dope. That movie is at 98%. 98, right? Yeah, dude. The last time I saw it was 98%. On Rotten Tomatoes, dude. They are saying that this is the best of the John Wick movies. What? Which is insane considering the... And, and I heard uh, in an interview by Keanu himself... So this uh this has like more action than both of those combined, and I'm sure you're kind of obligated to say that sort of thing. But it doesn't really seem like he's the type of dude who's like BSing you to get you into like his movie. Like it seems pretty sincere and pretty legit. And just based on the trailers, like yeah, dude, this one looks like it's nonstop like gunplay. Freaking hand-to-hand combat. Freaking ninjas on, like, swords and stuff. That was on a horse. That was on a horse, dude. And he's still, like, giving it to him, dude. Dude, like, it's freaking insane. So, yeah, I, I believe it. This is going to be ridiculous. Okay, I do want to watch this movie, dude. John Wick, John Wick looks amazing. Or John Wick 3, Parabellum. Parabellum. Looks pretty dope, dude. I d- definitely want to go see that. But I was, I wanted to... I know we talked about John Wick. Uh, John Wick. Keanu Reeves. And his, uh, his repertoire. Just update really quick. It's at ninety five percent actually. Oh, 95 percent. Somebody went in to give a negative review. Ah, dude, freaking trolls, dude. dude. Can't let can't let anyone have any fun, dude. Seriously, dude. Dang. Anyways, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, so he's got a repertoire of movies, but we were not kidding when he says "woe" in different ways. Somebody on YouTube actually put all the woes. Uh, that he said in movies, and I didn't realize that he did it in a lot of other movies. Like we know it because of Bill and Ted, right? And then Bill and Ted is where, he, uh, well, at least where I remember him going, "Whoa!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. But dude, he does it in almost every movie he's in. Not all, all of them, but pretty much. And uh, somebody actually compiled all the all the woes, and I'm gonna play all of it. But, but tell me, like, what the what the span is? 1986. Through 2016. Like, that's amazing, are dude. all his woes. To build your career on whoa. It's a five minute and 40 second video. So I'm not going to play the five minutes. But Love I'm it. playing straight from 1986 first. Check this out. That's dude, that is so role. like, dude. That's only forty three seconds in, into this video, dude. <laughs> and it's a five minute video. It's a video, five dude. minute video of him saying "whoa," dude. And that's that last one you heard is from nineteen eighty eight, Bill and Ted. And it goes on from there, dude. It's like I didn't realize how many times he said "whoa," dude. That's amazing, dude. That's like at this point should be. Well, and I think it is. It's like his catchphrase, dude. Like that is just it's his what, unofficial catchphrase. Although 
I don't think he says it in John Wick, but I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's I wouldn't be surprised if at some point he just kind of like throws it in there just to go back for continuity's sake. Seriously. Seriously, dude. So, anyways, John Wick. Uh, John Wick. Why do I keep calling him John Wick? <laughs> yeah. He's personified Because he Wick. is, dude. Like, at this point, uh, he has become John Wick, dude. And I wanted to also play a little, another little clip of how, again, his versatility as an actor. Range. Oh, dude, he's got the range. The gravitas. Dude. He's got range, dude. Let me play a little uh, a little scene in uh, that he was in, in in the movie Dracula, which also had Anthony Hopkins, also had uh, Gary Oldman in this movie, and, of course, it had Keanu Reeves playing a British... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what he is in this movie, but he's playing... He's trying to do a British accent. Yeah. Let them go. Let them go. Our work is finished here. Has oh. just begun. <laughs> Doctor, you must understand. <laughs> oh my God! I doubted everything, even my mind. <laughs> I was impotent with fear. Fear, fear. Dude, that is that is amazing, horrible, dude. dude. He tries I that. He, he freaking I think you love that. I think you mentioned that we were like, uh, uh, hello. In our like, you might as well just do that, dude. Hey, governor. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> dude, I do a Bloody, I've seen a vampire. And I was like, whoa. I've got a headache. <laughs> yeah. Take it away. <laughs> mother, um, mother, I've got a headache, headache and I can't take it away. <laughs> That's for you, drink orange juice, my dear. <laughs> dude, okay, dude, okay. No, 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 no. We have no time. He, we have no time for this. He's uh, pretty horrible with accents, dude. Yeah, dude. But he's got a, like I said, a large library of movies that he's done, and he's got some really, really good ones in that movie. But and we're not going to mention, obviously, the the obvious ones, The Matrix. Um, and, of course, dude, no one could forget Speed, dude. That's an awesome action movie that still holds up today. You can yeah. go back and watch that movie uh, and uh, enjoy that movie for what it is. A good action movie, right? Yeah, dude. It has my wife, Sandra Bullock, in it. Dude. There it is, dude. Uh, and then, of course, the John Wick movies is awesome. But I thought, why don't we just go ahead and pick a movie that is sort of like an uh, 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 under-the-radar movie that is actually good from... That, it's actually good from <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Uh, or that kind of goes full circle of, like, being so bad that it's good. Sure. It's whatever you want, dude. Whatever you want to pick in that movie, dude. So uh, do you have a, a movie? A a sort of a under-the-radar movie? or? Uh. Okay, so I have one, but then I want a couple two together. But but the the first one is uh, Street Kings. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, dude. Yeah, Street Kings was actually pretty dope, dude. Like I um, Are you sure he's in that movie. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, he's in remember. that movie. Uh, free Chris Evans is in that movie too. Forrest Whitaker is in that movie. Um, it's like a bunch of people in that movie. But uh, oh crap, I'm looking at it here. Freaking Game was in that movie too. It's crazy. I don't remember what part he was in, but um, uh, yeah, I remember that that like him just playing like a corrupt cop, and uh, like that was kind of uh, up until that point. Like I don't remember him being like like 
vilified in any way. Like, he was always just kind of like your hero in most movies. And, and even though kind of like he makes that turd here in this one, but um, he kind of starts off as just kind of like that corrupt cop and like going in there and like doing a bunch of stuff that you're not supposed to do. Um, so I like that because it was kind of like outside of his, uh, what like his wheelhouse, I guess, where we were used to seeing him in. Uh, which was pretty dope. But two of the movies that I want to put him in is... is Hold on, can I just read really quick one sentence, oh, yeah, a, review, a review for this movie? Of what, Street Kings? Street Kings. Street Kings contains formulaic violence, but no shred of intelligence. Yeah. That's just a quick uh, critical critic consensus. I like it. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, so like I said, I wanted to I wanted to lump both of these in together as one because they're kind of like genre films, things that um, you know they're not they're not necessarily um, like comedies or, or dramas or anything like that. They kind of fall into like this weird like sci-fi fantasy type of realm. But like Constantine, I feel like that's one that's uh, like that was one of my movies. Oh, you're gonna pick that one? All right, so I won't go into it so much. No, but like, no, no, go ahead, forty go ahead. like forty seven Ronin was another one too, where I was like, I like seeing. I feel like it was it was a, a missed opportunity. They could have done so much more, but it's like a testament to how well Keanu was in that movie that you just wanted them to do more with that. Like, I want to see more of him in this like like feudal Japan realm, like mystical magic sword dragon type of like movie um i thought was like super cool and like seeing him in it too like he has he definitely has like that quiet like it's kind of weird that he's never done like and i guess john wick is kind of like his his western film but uh, i feel like he does so well with like the the man with no name clint eastwood type of thing where like very a man of very few words just kind of like mysterious background uh but is like uber deadly um so again, I feel like kind of John Wick fills that that void, but uh, Forty Seven Ronin, like t- I, I wish I would have seen a little bit more of him, like in that realm, yeah, you yeah. know, like him doing like those type of films. I haven't seen that movie yet. I've been wanting to see it, but I mean, it's not good. I'll say it right now, it's not good. But but is it so bad it goes all the way around to be good? Yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like you enjoy it, and I think we were kind of talking about it a little bit before where. You enjoy these movies because of Keanu. And I think this one has, um, I forget what his name is, uh, but he's like a very famous, uh, I believe he's a Japanese actor. Um, I'll get his name. But um, uh, he's very endearing, dude. So it's really hard to like not like a film that Keanu Reeves is in. Um, and this is definitely one of those where you can watch it and be like, man, I wish they would have done so much more. Uh, but, but... It's okay because he's in it. Does, does he say? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it says well. Does it? Dang. All right, so the 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 two movies, uh, one was Constantine. You mentioned Constantine. And, and it's funny because it's actually a comic book movie. Constantine mm-hmm. is a DC character. Uh, and uh, I, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we said that already. Yep. But it wasn't terrible either. I kind of liked it. I, I thought it was... It definitely could have been better. Production values were there. It was actually sort of a big budget movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I thought that it wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. Yeah. But I thought it it definitely could have been better. Yeah. Uh, but I thought I liked the 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 supernatural story to mm-hmm. it and everything. I, I thought it was. I, I mean, I, I I didn't hate it. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. 
it was it wasn't too bad. Yeah, but it was cool because it it um you know I had all these like supernatural things in it, but I just loved the uh like the mythology behind it all. Like you know he had like certain artifacts that would do certain things. Or like, you know, like his tattoos. Like oh, that, I remember that was like one of my favorite parts of that whole movie where like when he put his tattoos, like his, he has like these uh, matching tattoos or not matching, but it's like when he joins the t- his two tattoos on his forearms, it kind of makes this like triangle symbol. Mm-hmm. And like with that, like it unleashes like some type of power or whatever. So I always remember that I was like, oh, that's super dope, dude. Like I wish I could see like more of that sort of thing. Like I love that cross shotgun, dude. Yeah. And then he had like <laughs> that sort of thing too. Uh, it had freaking Shia LaBeouf in this movie too. I know. I forgot he was in it. I was looking right now. I'm like, oh, he's in that movie. Yeah. And then uh, I forget what his name is. He's in a lot of movies too. He's usually like, he's like the quintessential like bad guy Jamal Hintu uh, no 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 no. he's a dude who plays uh, the devil who plays Satan um, but he's like usually like the like like Russian Eastern European bad guy uh, oh yeah 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 who's dude. in like who's always in a movie as like a, as the he's villain a, he's, he's pretty much a character actor yeah 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 oh, uh, and he was great too like as as the devil um, but yeah, there's 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 so many things in this movie that were like so cool, and they could have, I feel like they could have done so much more, you know, like within this w- within that that world. That Peter I, Peter Stormare. Okay, okay. So I'm, you guys, that name does probably won't sound familiar, but you see his face and you're like, oh, and you know okay. exactly who he yeah, is. He's always plays that. Uh, um, not not always a villain, but actually, but, I think he's in he's in John Wick too. Yes, he like in the beginning, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's um, my goodness, who is he in, in John Wick? Yes, he, he he's he's kind of like the he's like the uncle or something like that of like the the mob boss or something like that. Yeah, they're yeah. So somehow they're all like connected in some way. But, he's your typical. He's your typical uh, character. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so let me jump in because we're running out of time here real quick. My other, uh, my second one mm-hmm. um, is a movie that you probably won't even. Haven't even heard of, or maybe some have, but he comes out in a movie called Hardball, and he is a little league baseball coach for uh, inner city kids, which is code for the pretty much all black kids. Yeah, like in the projects, right? And uh, and he's the your. <laughs> I hate to say it because he's like your, like the movie has got problems. <laughs> the movie's not good, okay. But he's say, like, dude, he's the white savior, he's dude. He's the white, yes. He's, that's the has the problem that he's like the white savior. To yep. kids. And so it probably wouldn't go over well today, but I like it for this one scene. And I, I'm going to ask you guys, if you want to know what I'm talking about, just type in hardball, big papa. Yeah. And, it's, uh, the, the, it, and it pretty much it's about a kid who's pitching, but he's got this problem. He's like, he gets nervous. He's like, he can't do it. So he realizes that when he gets into the song, Big Papa by uh, Notorious B.I.G., He's on, he gets in the zone. Yeah. And there's a scene that he's about to pitch. That's like yeah. the final game. And he starts telling him, uh, to, like trying to remind him, like Big Papa. And then we hear uh, Keanu Reeves rapping Big Papa. <laughs> so here it is for your, for your listening pleasure. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> so, just think of the, the little kids 
Tell and me these are like little kids too. It's not like ladies are gonna have their babies. Yeah, we're not talking about like teenage kids or something like that. Like these are all like young kids. And then the whole crowd is trying to get in, get to it. <laughs> the kids pop locking. That's amazing, dude. So I just I love that scene, dude. Yeah, I'll go back and watch that scene. And you see that one kid is like spanking his butt. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so you know, within the library of movies, you can always go back and watch Speed and The Matrix. Mm-hmm. And, uh, did you hear that uh, the Wachowski sisters are are going back and and revisiting The Matrix? No, they're going back into that world. I don't think they said they're going to remake it, but they're going back into. Wait, did they both become? Yeah, they both did. Both of them, really? No, it's like... I thought I knew it was one. Liliana and Lana and or something like that. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Because it, one did it, and then the other one followed. That's crazy. What the heck? It's a trip. Kind of weird when you say, oh, the Wachowski brother... Oh, sisters, sisters, yeah. Because when he said it, I was like, oh, no, siblings. But then I was like, oh, no, I didn't realize that the other... They both transitioned. Both. What? That's crazy. I know, it is crazy. But, um... So yeah, uh, go back and 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 watch some of these movies, man. Hardball, I, I, I don't know if you'll enjoy it. Honestly, I don't remember it, but I just remember that scene. Yeah, just gonna be. I'm gonna be honest out here. That's what I remember. So, uh, <laughs> just go back and watch that's it for, just for that scene, dude. Yeah. Just if, just to be safe, if you guys want to be safe, just watch freaking Bill and Ted, dude. Watch any one of those Bill and Ted movies. Watch Point Break, and oh, you guys will be Break. set, dude. You guys are fine, but like. Yeah, just just scroll through Street Kings again. It's like if you guys are into like those, uh, like um, what are they called? Uh, um, like those cop movies, but it's kind of like uh, ah crap, I'm forgetting what the word is. But it's like you know, it's, it's just like a regular like like. Sorry, I couldn't help you. I don't know. What you're <laughs> I was like, it's oh, like what? those regular like cop movies that you see or like uh, um, like cop shows on like TV. There's like a word for it, but I forgot what it is. Movies about cops. No, there's like another one. I forgot what it is. It's like a like a you know like a showbiz term to like talk about these like regular cop shows. Anyways, Street Kings is like a movie <laughs> that I would recommend. Watch that mess. It's pretty dope. All that to say, bringing it all back together. John Wick three. In theaters this weekend, uh, the con and I are gonna go watch it. It's a Macho Man movie night. That's what we call it, guys. We're definitely taking the the, the uh, patriarch of our family. Yeah, exactly, dude. We're taking that bald-headed genius. Our dad. With us. Our, our dad introduced us to uh, Chuck Norris, dude. And we, Van Damme. And Van Damme. Steve Seagal. Sylvester Stallone. Schwarzenegger. So when we take our dad out, it's a Macho Man movie night. That's right, dude. So all that, we're just getting prepared for that day. For sure. To watch John Wick 3. John Wick 3. So we've... Parabella. 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 Palabra de Dios. That's the end of our show, guys. Thank you so much for joining us and being with us through this episode. It was an extra long episode. We don't have two episodes this week, but we'll be back next week with Uno and the whole crew together. And we rocked this like a Game of Thrones freaking episode. We we gave you guys the extended version. Extended version. And we rushed through it. (laughs) (laughs) We had to, but we definitely going to have to touch on the last episode of 
uh, Game of Thrones, and uh, so much other content that we'll be hitting up next week. So, hey, don't forget, check out our social media sites at The Beta Report on Instagram and Facebook. And dude, I got to use that Twitter, man. I know I keep saying that. Can I hit just, up Twitter? Just rock the Magic Johnson, dude. Just be like, I just saw this movie, and it stars this person, this person, this person. Game of Thrones was good. <laughs> uh, Game of Thrones had a dragon in it, and Daenerys is a mad queen. There it is. Period. There it is. And that's it. Just put it out. That's those, it. That's all you kinda, need. That's those kind of hot takes. Yep. Hey, hit us up on those social media sites. We'd like to hear from you guys. Uh, comment on our pages. Interact with us. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, tell other people about the about the uh, podcast too. We want to. We want to entertain more people, so let us know. We want to move up on those ranks. That's right. We're gonna go from three million to two million, and that's all I'm gonna do. I'm, gonna I do. do I'm, I'm glad you cut it short, dude. Yeah, it's late. That's all. I can all remember right, the rest of those numbers. We'll see you till next week. This is the con. This is Jay. Later's peace. <laughs>